1: More resources available online at jennifer-jackson.org. This is simply for women. Oh yes, it is. It's Jennifer here. I want to dive right in today. We left you with a cliffhanger yesterday because I have Sherry Brindell with me. Her website is stylebycolor.com. I want you to go to stylebycolor.com because she will help you with everything from your fashion to your faith to your purse size to your earrings makeup tips, hair to everything you can imagine for fashion and beauty tips. And so, Sherry, welcome, welcome to the show today. Thanks for having me, back. It's so great. And we had a cliffhanger yesterday. I'm just going to catch everyone up to speed, but basically you were in this marriage that had just ended and found out that he was in the mafia. You're a new Christian and you're going to Bible study, so pick it up right there.
2: All right, so... I was supposed to leave town. Divorce was final. was supposed to leave town. And in the process of getting everything together, I ended up going to my ex-boyfriend's house, who was the police officer. Ah, Remember back? Yes. Okay. So I was with a girlfriend, and we're, we just thought, oh, for the fun of it, because I was getting ready to move out of town. Oh, let's just go see what he's up to. I ended up um, going to see him and ended up right back where I started with the police officer before that with the police officer. Oh yes. Ended up not. I was, here's what happened. Basically for the whole year that I was not allowed to tell anyone that my husband was part of the mafia. I started slipping a little bit further and further away from the Lord. Mm-hmm. I would say it's not that I turned my back on him, but I sort of, look sideways. Mm -hmm. Like I couldn't be honest with people. I couldn't tell them. I couldn't even tell, you know, my, the people in my Bible study, what was going on. And little by little, like the, you know, it was like the slow fade. You just sort of like start, you, you, you slip right back into the old sin pattern, right back into the way you were before Christ. And that's what, that's what I did. And so I ended up, he lived Mm -hmm. outside of Miami And so I was out of town, you know, I was supposed to get out of town, but I ended up moving in with him. And about three months into the relationship, I was putting on a fashion show and I remember it was for teachers and I remember standing at that podium and all of a sudden I felt like, like, it's almost like, you know, when Mm. you're somewhere and you're really not there like you are, but your mind goes somewhere else. It it was like the Lord was saying, you've walked away from me. You you have walked away. And I started crying at the podium. Nobody really knew I was, you know, I was commentating this show. And it ended, and I couldn't get out of there fast enough. And I got in the car, and I started bawling. And Mm. I said, Lord, I don't know if you are real. I know you're real. You showed me real before. But if you really are who you say you are, you've got to get me out of this relationship because I can't leave him. For some reason, I thought I was madly in love with him, and I did not have the courage to leave. And
1: And that's the police officer. You're with the police officer now. Right. And your life is probably in a precarious situation. Does the police officer even know that your ex-husband was mafia?
2: Oh, sure. Of course, I spilled everything Mm -hmm. when when we got back together. So I spilled everything. And of course, I'm feeling I'm safe. I'm with this guy. Now, he... And he also is like, you would, let's just like keep, you know, things, let's, let's not even go there. Mm -hmm. Like kind of, so we didn't, we, you know, I did, I spilled everything, but he, um, so basically I, I was, you know, you know, I'm sitting, I'm leaving the fashion show. I'm driving back to his apartment. I was supposed to fly to North Carolina that same afternoon. And I remember sitting in the car and I just. I was overwhelmed with mm. um, with feelings of, of of the Lord pulling me back, yeah. and I said, "Lord, if you are who you are, you've got to get me out of this relationship." And I said, "Because I can't do it myself." Yeah. And when I had just become a a, a believer when I was 28 back, you know, a few years earlier. One of the first times I ever knew the Lord spoke to me, I was driving home from that Bible study that I talked about mm-hmm. um, on the first episode, and I got this idea in my head that I was supposed to work with teen girls, and I was like, "Teen girls? I don't mm-hmm. even know any teen girls." And that that feeling, that thought, just wouldn't go away. So I'd gone back to my Bible study, and I said, "Does the Lord speak to you? Because I, I feel like I am supposed to work with teen girls, and I don't know any, and you know." And they're like, "Well, isn't?" And they explained how we all have the Holy Spirit in us, and that we are uh, that God does speak to us each in our own way. We mm-hmm. come to know His voice, and and so, so now you're you know a few years later. Now I'm sitting in that in the in the parking lot of, of his apartment, and just like that day when he spoke to me and said I'm going to work with teen girls, he said to me again in my head, not audibly, but in I knew his voice, and he said. If you walk through those doors, you will live in darkness. And if you trust me, you will live in light. Oh, man. I I didn't have a clue what that meant, except that I knew that I couldn't make that up. Yeah. Like, I, like, so I gather my things. I wipe my tears. I go to the house. Now, I have to go in the apartment. To to get get your stuff. Because now I'm going to the next, you know, I'm flying out. And he was driving me to the airport. So I, and I opened that car door. And I don't know, Jennifer, if the lights went out. I don't know if the sun went down. I don't know if it was a physical manifestation that happened in my own head. But when I opened that door to that apartment, the entire apartment went black. Wow. I believe with all of my heart, the Lord was showing me darkness. Just like he told me Mm -hmm. in the car, you walk through those doors, you'll live in darkness. If you trust me, you'll live in light. And so I Mm. gathered my things. He drove me to the airport, and I remember the whole time thinking, Oh my goodness! I've got to break up with him. I've got to break up with him. I, I, wow. I just I got to break up with him. Yeah. But I don't know how, but I've got to. So I get to where I'm going, and before I get back on the plane to drive home or to fly home, mm-hmm. I took a pregnancy test because I thought, oh I no, been safe. I haven't. I've just been throwing caution to the wind. Like no, yeah, like that's mm-hmm. what if I'm pregnant? Because I had I was late with my period. I hadn't. Started. I apologize. Oh, if you that's hear a cat okay. In the background, but there is a cat that lives at my house, sixteen years old, who she just hollers all the time. I mean, she <laughs> lives. She is my cat, so that's why she <laughs> lives
1: here. But I can't. I can't hear this song. She's interested in the show, and she's listening. She's probably
2: interested in the show. She's like, "Hello." Did, wait, I show. want to ask.
1: Did the police officer? Do you think he still had the seven girlfriends? Oh. He told me at that time he was waiting for my return. He knew I was the love of his life.
2: He, uh, I was, no, he was going to be faithful now. He was going to be, so he is telling me he's done a complete, you know, reversal. Okay. So, all right. So before I took, um, got on the plane, I took a pregnancy test, and it was a negative. So I get on the plane, he picks me up at the airport, and I broke up with him Mm -hmm. on the way from the airport to the house because I knew that if I didn't, I was never going to do it. I didn't trust myself, and at that point, I had turned myself completely back to the Lord, like, okay, I'm yours, I'm going to follow you, I'm going to do what you tell me to do. This is the hardest thing in the whole wide world, but I'm going to do it. And so I ended up, I broke up with him, he was furious, and... I get back to that, not not in a mean way. He, mm-hmm. you know, he was yeah. mean like that, not, not like the first husband. But you know, so anyway, I ended up. Um, so I leave. I get my, you know, get my things. I leave, and um, I called a friend and said, you know, can I can I come and stay with you for a couple of weeks? And because I got to move back to North Carolina now, I'm really got to move, you know. Mm. And so I was there with her for a week or so, and I was getting ready to leave to really, you know, like I was moving. I, I was couch surfing is what I was doing, because, like, Mm -hmm. where am I going to go, right? So one house. And uh, before I left her house, she said, you know, Sherry, you still haven't started. Do you don't think you should go get a pregnancy test? I said, oh, Sam, I just had one. A couple weeks, you know, last week or whenever, it was negative. She was like, "Mm, why don't you go get one? So I went to the store, and I came back to her house, took the test, and watched that thing turn blue. I was pregnant. Wow. I truly believe the Lord showed me a negative test when I was in North Carolina before I flew home. Because if I, if it was positive, I I I wouldn't have left. Right. I know me, I I wouldn't have. And um, I and He was so gracious in that. But now what do I do? So now I'm single. I have you know just that little bit of money that they gave me. I had quit my job. I had I mean all the things and um, i had owned an image consulting firm at the time and right before all of this and so that i had shut down all of it mm-hmm. and um i just felt like what am i going to do and so told a couple friends and you know i had christian friends saying you know you could do this i had non-christian friends saying oh my gosh you've got to get an abortion like it was back and forth for a week i told the baby's father. baby's that I was pregnant. And he said, you better get an abortion. And he actually made an appointment for me that Friday. Oh my goodness. A week. in, he's like, I will never. if you don't, if you don't get an abortion, I will never speak to you or your child ever in your life. Like you got to do this. I went back and forth, back and forth. And I always say, when I'm speaking to an audience, I always say, you know, this is where, and I kind of mentioned it earlier. Sometimes, you know, the thing that trips us up as as believers is that we think the sin that we did hmm. is too big
1: for God to forgive. Right. And Sherry, yes. I've got to hold you right there for the next okay. show because we're running oh. out of time. So okay. hold that thought and we'll be again okay. together tomorrow. So that was Sherry Brindell and everything about her on stylebycolor.com. You have been listening to Simply for Women. I'm Jennifer Jackson, and I want you to go to jennifer-jackson.org and grab a copy of my Christmas devotional, A Christmas Heart, The Story of Mary, and invite you December 6th at 6.30 p.m. to the church next door. We're going to talk about Christmas Heart, and I hope you'll be there. You have been listening to Simply for Women.